0: And I just kinda i wanna stay out of that, you know i wanna i wanna uh share some music i wanna share some laughs and live the best life that I can live yep. and what yep. that means is i've gotta i gotta stay in my own hula hoop. I can't worry about what other people <laughs> yeah. are doing and saying, i gotta worry about me because I'm a damn handful anyway you know just that just brought myself, up
1: a bad vision you know? of you and a hula hoop okay
0: do oh the well yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Yeah, you should see me in a thong. It looks like a rubber band around an apple. Oh my god! Anyway, this is good podcasting, right yeah, here. Buddy. This That's is gold. it. That's podcast gold right
1: there. <laughs> no wonder you're the first guest. You know, <laughs> dude, I got, com- I got comedians. Did you say the,
0: I got comedian. I got comedian. The worst guest. Yeah, no, I said I the worst guest. <laughs> my first and worst guest. No, please, no, 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 please. No, no, no. Please refer me to you as your first and worst guest. I would love
1: it. I can. There's mm. plenty of social media out there I can push this out. Yeah, please
0: do that. No, but- if you do that, people will listen to it because they'll be intrigued. <laughs>
1: they'll be like, what the hell? Yeah. Ah, we
0: got you now. Yeah. You've listened yeah. to
1: it this far. I think he was drinking. That's what I think. You, know, <laughs> you can hear that now. No, yeah. I got comedians coming on that ain't as funny as you, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my my favorite, Here's my favorite political joke and uh and I love that I don't tell political jokes but this is a good one. Um, but here goes one. Here, <laughs> here goes one. Um th- the reason that Hillary Clinton lost the election is is because uh people hated Hillary Clinton so much that they voted for someone that they hated even more. <laughs>
1: That's so true, man. (laughs) Sometimes I swear to God, I think that's how politics goes, you know? They go for the lesser of two evils or something. It's a crap shit. It is. And uh,
0: that's the only, those are the only kind of political jokes I'll do is (laughs) where they attack both sides. Hey, listen, folks, it's comedy. Somebody's got to get hurt. That's right. Oh, my God. Let me tell you.
1: Well, I'm just going to say this, man. This COVID thing has been, um, I've seen a lot of people get sick with this whole deal. Um, but I've seen people also, um, hide. I don't want to get that. I don't want to get that. Uh, you know, in my real life, I work for the postal service. Okay. Uh, inside the building in Savannah. Well the big Mm -hmm. deal is we get all this mail that comes in every day from all these different parts of the world. And, um, you know i've just come to the conclusion that hey look if if uh if, if i'm going out you know that ain't up to me i mean the big man's going to do what he wants to do all I, yeah. I can't hide inside of a box worried about you know whether i'm going to get this or not and um you know i don't think anybody else should either i think it's i know older people that have health issues and younger people that have you know, health issues or whatever. I guess I'm falling in the middle here somewhere, Darren, and I, I don't know, you know, uh, how to deal with it. But you know, they're going to make us well, get the I, vaccine here in about a week or so. So,
0: whatever. I appreciate, I appreciate the, I appreciate your honesty with that. A lot of people, um, um, I, I have mixed feelings about mm-hmm. it. Uh, where I'm at, as is, is, if I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it right. But I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to go out of my way to take risks. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I wear a mask, I I wash my hands. I do the hand sanitizer. I I try to, I, so we have socially distanced, we have quarantined and not because I'm worried about my health, but I have my mother who's high risk. That's right. You know, she was a smoker for years. She's got COPD emphysema. And so, and, and currently my mother has it. She has COVID and my son right now. They're both, uh, quarantined at the house. I haven't been able to see her. And, um, and so because she was such high risk, she got to go. Um, they they gave her an experimental treatment that was basically like a um, transfusion. Mm-hmm. And she had to travel out of town to get it uh, per her doctor. And they're offering it to people who are older and, and really super high risk. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, and it was kind of a gamble because it's, it's experimental. So, you know, she, she's like, you know, I got to try this and it's, and it has helped her. She's doing much better, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement with you. You know, this is one of those things, if I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it, but I'm not going to, I'm also not going to take risks to, you know, I want to, I don't want to put my mother at risk. I don't want to put other people at risk and, and, you know, I'm going to do the best I can. But the reality is, you know, I could be sick tomorrow. Yeah. And so I, you know, I'm not going to worry about that. I kind of turn things like that. I kind of turn over to God, but I also, I I have a part in it to a point, you know, I I can, I can wear a mask and I can do the things that are asked of me. And my son said something a while back that, that, uh. Made a lot of sense to me because I, I was I was like man I I don't want to wear this mask I, you know or I I've gone through different periods and if <laughs> and if you're honest most people have been like oh this is a bunch of crap this is political or then you know it's like oh it's real it's happening to me it's happening to my family oh, it's yeah. obviously real and so I've gone through different phases of how I feel about COVID you know it's it's like anything else the more we learn about it the more we see whatever but um you know my son said to me he goes Man, I'm gonna wear a mask if if for the only reason if somebody if it makes somebody else feel comfortable. Right. And I thought I see that that's pretty that's compassionate way to look at look at it whether you believe it or not. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. once you think of somebody else's feelings, and I I thought that was really cool. he's 19. Most 19 year olds don't care if you live or die. You know. (laughs) (laughs) I remember I did. I was like I was was pretty proud of him. You know. Yeah. But uh, but you know. um, I I agree with you. I see where you're coming from, mm-hmm. you know, but I also try. I've been trying to quarantine, do what I sure. can. And the other thing, I've got a recording session coming up in a couple of weeks. and <laughs> I really want to be healthy for that because it, it got canceled one time because one of the musicians got canceled. Well, you don't want
1: to screw that up, you know. No, please don't. No. I'm looking forward to that I, new record no, I, coming out. <laughs> uh,
0: I'm, I'm like everybody else. I think COVID's bullshit until it starts affecting my life. That's then, right. You know, all, all of a sudden, it's real. Then I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> then I'm scared.
1: Yeah. I have my yeah. I have my um 85 year old mother in law that lives <laughs> with me, and um, God bless her. She has dementia, yeah. and um, you know it's, that's an ugly, ugly disease. But uh, yes, she has um taking it and 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 i guess you'd say she's grasped her situation and mm-hmm. she laughs all the time i mean i'll go in and her name's shirley and i'll say hey shirley how are you doing today and you know and she'll say well i'm doing just fine like there's no you know not an issue or anything and then i can go out and come back in her room and then i'll say hey shirley how are you she'll say well uh, can you go back and get Rick? He was just here a second ago. Or, yeah. <laughs> and, but yeah. um, my my dad told me something one day. He said, you know, y- you have to laugh in situations like this, or you will cry. And uh, that's not something that I like to do. I don't like to I don't like to do that. Not in it doesn't have anything to do with being in front of somebody or whatever. But I like to see good things all the time, and you can't always do that. You know, especially with situations like this. So anyway.
0: Oh yeah. That's, um, uh, you know, blind faith, you know, is one of the, you know, I, I, my faith over the last couple of years has gotten much, much, uh, stronger mm-hmm. and, uh, the, uh, you know, I, the, I just have to kind of turn it over. I've, yeah. there's situations yeah. in your life. You got to kind of let go and let God, but, uh, I will tell you, because I'm a complete jackass, oh, cool. I will tell you cool. a funny dementia story. Oh, that's awesome, dude. I'll uh, go tell it the, to Shirley uh, after I get off the air. This is, this is, the, this is the, the first and worst podcast. Tim, <laughs> Tim surrett years ago um, dated a, a woman. Um, oh, no. And is this the truth, by the way? The her Her <laughs> grandmother had got dementia. And said, uh, and so she, and she would go to church on Sunday morning and she got to where she was asking the preacher, um, she would watch soap operas during the week and she would get the preacher to pre to pray for the people on the soap opera. And so, uh. (laughs)
1: oh i got one for you as soon as you get this one done he
0: he would say do we have any prayer questions she said she'd say please pray for victor and nikki they broke up again you know it was young and restless (laughs) well here's another thing i just thought that was the best i know
1: man here's the thing with shirley man she likes to watch hgtv okay she loves it 24 hours a day that's her that's her deal (laughs) and um you can go in there sometimes and she'll say Well, don't you know that girl and her husband? And I'll say, no, Granny, I don't know. Oh, yeah, you do. Remember, they came over and ate one time, and I was like, you know, you have to just humor and 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 try to try to make the best out of it. But you're like you're saying about blind faith, man. Sometimes it's all you got. And well, life is hard. It is. It's tough enough already
0: and it's just like me laughing when i always i can't help it i'm a jerk i laugh when somebody (laughs) falls down i just can't you know so there there's comedy in tragedy
1: yes there is you know
0: and and so like this year i found myself like having to laugh at some really awkward stuff Mm -hmm. and some serious Mm -hmm. stuff and that's i don't know if that's just a really messed up coping mechanism that i've I've developed over the years but but my family were always like that. They were super. They were my mother's side of the family, especially. They're hilarious people, and they would laugh at the, <laughs> the craziest things. Like, um, I'll tell you a couple stories here, and I've never told this, but I think this is podcast worthy. Um, <laughs> they were raised really, really poor, yeah. and yeah. and they, um, her older brother, and he's 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 a dandy. He's still alive. He's about eighty four, eighty five. Um, but when they were growing up, they were starving to death, basically. You know, their their family came out of the depression, mm-hmm. and the kids were, you know, they were hitting it rough. And so my my uncle, who was a young man at the time, decided there was a big uh, smokehouse that was down in a little community called Wilmot, North Carolina. And he thought he had the idea, he never stole anything in his life, but he was going to, they used to have these hams that were hanging outside of the smokehouse and it was dead of winter. And, and he waded the creek and went over there and stole two of these big giant oh, hams no. and put them in the car and drove them all the way back home, which was a long way away after he'd waded this creek in dead of winter. <laughs> And got them all the way home and cut them open, and it was sawdust in the shape of a ham. Oh my God! It was these bags, it was these bags, and it was full of wet sawdust that they were made to look like hams. <laughs> <laughs> Not God! There. And God. so he so he said he told me he said, "Son, I only stole one thing in my life, and it turned out God was just playing a really cruel <laughs> joke on me." He said, "I never stole anything else in my
1: life." Man, that'll that. mess you up. Can you imagine? On the, on the way home, stealing. Man, on the way home, thinking, "God, I can't wait to cut into this ham." Exactly,
0: that's what he said. He's like, "Man, we're gonna eat tonight. Oh this ham God. is gonna be so good." He cut it open; and it was sawdust. God, it's terrible, dude. <laughs> There's there, there is comedy and tragedy. God's
1: cruel jokes, man. Let me tell you. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: well, tell me something about uh, what's gonna yeah. what's gonna be happening with you on uh, a personal level, as far as what you're doing. Um, I, I saw some some stuff on uh, social media that you guys are you're gonna be out playing some shows. Uh, you're gonna play in yeah. Asheville, I think it was at, at ISIS uh, Music Hall.
0: Yeah january 15th next friday Mm. uh and it's socially distanced you know you come in the tables are spaced out you wear a mask uh, and until your your meal comes you know Mm -hmm. you can obviously you're not going to eat with a mask on but uh it's a really safe uh place and and so right now if they're if you feel safe and if you don't have a compromised immune system and you want to get out and and see live music where you know they're doing the socially safe thing uh, go out and do it because a lot of ve- not only musicians are struggling but venues are struggling mm-hmm. there are a lot mm-hmm. of music venues and and places that aren't going to bounce back from this and so you know we're not making a whole lot of money on this thing it's just one of those where we want to keep live music going we want to keep people's spirits up right and we right. want to it in a safe way and support you know our our neighborhood haunts but uh i did release a single back in december called your love makes me high on solo um darren is my website okay. and uh, there's a single on there and i'm going in in about 10 days to record um six full-on electric uh songs i love classic country music and, mm-hmm. and country music so I've got. I've been writing a bunch of songs. I write a lot of songs with uh, Charles Humphrey. Mm -hmm. Uh, He used to be. He was a founding member of Steep Canyon Rangers. He's got songs from the Road Band now, Um, and Eric Gibson. I've been writing a couple songs with lately Brink Brinkman and Mark Bumgarner, and a a great songwriter out of Nashville named Marty Dodson. Mm -hmm. And then Tom Utes. You probably know Tom Utes. Yes, sure do. Yeah,
1: Grammy nominated.
0: Yes, that's right. We're writing a song, We got a songwriting session scheduled for Monday morning. And so I'm very excited about that. These are all original songs, but we're going to do them with the full electric uh, production. I love bluegrass, but I also love, you know, we talked about the Eagles. Sure. You know, it's going to have a very it's going to have uh, maybe some of it. It's got an Eagles vibe. Some of it's going to have a little John Mayer vibe. Uh, It's really getting me out of my comfort zone you know i've produced a lot of records down through the years and i know what a record sounds like when i produce it so i've asked somebody else to step in and and help produce it because i i want to be pushed you know what i mean i want i want to get out of my own comfort zone a little bit and that's that's how you grow and uh, i'm very excited about that and and then after that's recorded balsam range is going in to record some more songs we've got about 18 15 songs in the can that are ready to go right now. And, God. God. Uh, I wrote a new instrumental the other night that could be, uh, that's going to hopefully be a balsam range instrumental. and Amazing. And uh, yeah. so we got some stuff going on. Dude, you ain't playing and around, and, hey, are you, brother? Hey, everybody, hopefully if everybody gets this vaccine and it does what it's supposed to do, then, you know, maybe we'll all be out of this and and uh, by middle of the year. Man,
1: let's hope so. I'm them. telling you.
0: Let's I'm hope so. You brighter days ahead. Let's keep a positive attitude about it.
1: That's know? it, man. So how how was, was Santa good to you this year?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> or did you just yes. beat him up when he came to the
0: door? <laughs> <laughs> no, Santa was good to me. Uh, I had a few off color Christmas jokes I thought about telling, uh, but I'll, i I'm going to pass. I've already, uh, I've already pushed my luck tonight, but, uh, <laughs> I, I was good. I went up to Michigan with my in-laws, um, and we had a good time up there. Oh, that's great. Uh, my, my wife's from Michigan. Tim said I had to go all the way to Michigan to find a girl that didn't know anything about me. <laughs> and, uh, that's the truth. But about the last several years, I've gone up there for Christmas, and I, and I love it. We had snow on Christmas Day. It was beautiful, man. And uh, I didn't um, have I any. Like I didn't have sandwich. any snow, dude. Yeah, like, have you got it now? No, Has it snowed no, recently? No. Oh, well, you're in Savannah. I yeah, forgot. Dude, it's like you're no, not you're no. not up in Johnson City. <laughs> Let
1: me tell yeah. you, dude. I was I, I have uh, seen pictures on social media. I've had friends sending me pictures, and I'm like, God, I wish it would just snow or something. You know, I mean, there's no, uh, you know, the feeling you get when you can't go anywhere and you just you're just stuck in the house.
0: Yeah. I don't
1: get that here. <laughs>
0: Now, when you said you moved to Savannah, do you mean Savannah, Ohio? Georgia. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Savannah, Ohio. Home of the, come on, man. Is that uh, Savannah, Ohio, where they recycle toilet paper? I don't
1: know, dude. I, didn't know uh, I, I haven't done that much research about toilet paper, but
0: I'm sure you have. The, uh, we love coming to Savannah, Georgia. <laughs> Actually, for it's probably two or three years, we would do the Michigan trip at Christmas. Oh, yeah. And then we would come back right after Christmas and go to Savannah for new years. Oh yeah. And, uh, we did all the, squ- the tour of all the squares. There's so much history in Savannah. There is. We love vacationing down there. And uh, by the way, Elbert square is our favorite.
1: I just, but, I just uh, love going downtown and walking around and seeing best, all this beautiful man. stuff. I mean, uh, I, one day I sat down in the, uh, I guess the little bench there that, uh, uh they used in, you know, uh, Forced yeah, Force Gump and then there was like yeah. another one down there uh that they were using. They shoot a ton of movies here.
0: Yes, they so do. So
1: even with COVID right now going on, uh the whole situation is ramping back up. So We love it.
0: And the what's the old uh street that's cobblestone that's back there on the river? Oh river street. Um, <laughs> you called it God, I'm an I'm an idiot. <laughs> Failure. Now
1: That's podcast worthy right there.
0: <laughs> that's about right. But it, and um, it's a beautiful place. I, I know what you're. Place. I know what you want to ask me. Did my mother have any children? In the but
1: um, her didn't fall out of the crib on her head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's a place down there, and maybe it's called Savannah Bee or Savannah Honey Company. It's
1: Savannah Sweets, oh. is what it is.
0: Oh, Candy place. We love it. There's a candy place, but there's a honey place. Oh, there. really? I don't know. And they specialize in the in the it's all local bees. Um, God, I can't think oh, wow. of a name. I right don't now, know.
1: I used to go down to a cigar, cigar shop out. down there.
0: <laughs> I don't. One thing I should be getting some tourism dollars for the way you I'm promoting should. Savannah. Right? Why in the hell am I talking about I this?
1: I have no idea.
0: They, they better send me some money. I'm gonna shut <laughs> up. I'm not. I'm not saying another word about Savannah until they come up with cough up some money. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you one thing
1: there, Nicholson. This has been a fun first episode of uh, <laughs> of a roadshow podcast with Rick Dollar. I'll tell you what, there's going to be more as long as I can find people that are dumb enough. I mean, smart enough like you to come on here and... and
0: There'll be uh, more if you don't air this one. <laughs>
1: Well brother, I'm gonna tell you what. <laughs> tell the boys we said hey and and I, yes, I appreciate you sitting down with me and um like I you said, know, we're gonna be on Spotify, SoundCloud, um, iTunes. I mean, you know, these
0: MySpace. My, yeah, MySpace. What's your what's your MySpace page?
1: <laughs> I don't think I remember.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: Well, young man,
0: farmersonly.com, Farmers, there's a link at Farmers Only. Oh, that's
1: that's just gross. If you're
0: lonely, yes. That's just nasty. I ordered a, uh, I did order something from farmersonly.com. I got a blow-up possum with a vibrating tail. <laughs> but that's just for you adults out there. If you kids are listening, cover your ears.
1: <laughs> God, let's hope not. <laughs> Well, Darren, I love you, brother. Thank you for sitting down with us and, and letting everybody know just exactly how twisted your mind is. Okay. Yes.
0: Yes, please bring it on. All,
1: All right, right, bro. We've been talking to you hey, later. Make, okay.
0: Thank you so much for having me on and letting me destroy what uh, any chance of a career that i might have after COVID. thank you so much i appreciate it
1: oh my god all right ladies <laughs> and gentlemen it's mr darren nicholson from balsam range and uh he's just destroyed my podcast career so uh stay close we got
0: we hey, got nice, we got nice try <laughs> was a nice try yeah,
1: exactly this is just a first one so uh if there is a second podcast Um, we'll be putting it out on the social media there. So check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook and all that good stuff. And, um,
0: this is, this is another pilot I've killed. I've killed more (laughs) pilots than a flock of geese carrying box cutters. Oh
1: my God. Darren, I love you.
0: You too, man. Happy new year. Talk to you soon. Thanks for having me on. All right, buddy. All right. Bye-bye.